I do want to introduce you, Katie. Katie is my dear friend from Trader Joe's. We met working there. Sweet Trader Joe's. Yeah. It's the dream job. Sorry to interrupt you. I just have to say one thing. Okay. I was stalking and okay. I saw your wedding video. Oh, yes. <laughs> Steph told me that you guys watched I it. I loved it. Yeah. Also, I, I love your husband's it. name. Micah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think. Do you know his full name? No. Mikal. What? No. Oh, no. You don't know his name? No. It's Micah 6 8. Wait, you told me this. Yeah. Why does that sound like a Bible verse? Because it, it is. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so. That's weird, right? Can you explain that? Like, his name is actually Micah 6 8. Like, his, it's actually spelled out 6 and then 8. So, I guess it's like four words. You know, what? like his full name. Yeah. Yeah, when he first told, like, a lot of people don't believe him, obviously, for good reasons, because, like, why would you name your child numbers? But, um, yeah, that's his name. I kind of love that, I kind of want to, like, look this Bible verse up, because it must have been, it must have meant a lot to the fam. Yeah. So, let's see. And it's so sad, because people are like, oh, like, what is it? And I'm like, Something, like, something. Okay, like, is it appropriate to call him six or like eight? Wait, actually, <laughs> no. a lot of his family and friends call him six eight. Oh, I like. Yeah, that. so we even just had a conversation recently where, um, I had said like Micah, and he was like, "That was weird. Like, you either call me babe or like you call me six eight. Which you would think like when you call somebody a nickname, it's like a shorter version of their yeah. name. But no, I prefer to say two words instead of one word. Yeah, that know, weird. in a weird way sounds like more simple though than Micah for me. That's yeah. what I but feel I like. Love it. I love the name Micah. I like Micah too. I like that. It's yeah. a strong name. Okay, so with the strong name comes a strong verse. With what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before God on high? Shall I come before Him? Wait. Hmm. No, that doesn't. He has told you, oh man, yes. what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. Dude, yeah. that is very good. Kind of hot, make- right? <laughs> 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 like, why does that make my name sound like eh? I know. Well, Esther yeah, is right. a great name. Well, Mary it's in the Bible. My first name, though. Yeah, it's true. But still, everybody calls you Esther. That's true. Yeah. Is Esther your middle name? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Well, so excited to have you here as our guest, too, is because at work, I feel like you are someone not only I seek, but I notice others seek, like, wisdom and advice. Do you oh, notice that? Steph. No. Really? I, I, well, if they do, they don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand. <laughs> yeah, you can, but you can. I try. I really value that you carry yourself that way because it does say, like, you know, in our work environment, like, to see someone who has that kind of character is, I, I think it's just inspiring. Mm-hmm. So thanks. Yeah, I'm really excited. That's that sweet. Here. I needed that. I was just telling Micah, like, can you just hurry up and make a lot of money so I don't have to work <laughs> there anymore? <laughs> I, and it's it is like even though Trader Joe's could be like, I think people think it's like this really fun environment all the time. Which mm-hmm. it is sometimes, yeah, you know, it is a good environment. I think every work environment has its struggles. Um, for sure which says more why i mean our character and how we handle it means a lot so yeah yeah that's really cool i think for me like before we get 
into questions. I told Steph from the get-go, I just want her to start off by saying, like, her story mm-hmm. or, like, whatever you want to share of, like, even how you guys met, like, you and Micah mm-hmm. or whatever you want to share. <laughs> just set a foundation. Yeah. Jeez, okay. Here's the foundation. Let's see. Okay, yeah, I'll just start, I guess, with, like, how we met. So, well, when people ask me, how did you guys meet? I say um, the very sweet answer, which is we met at Christian camp. Mm. Um, But really, like, it goes further than that. So, like, we met at Christian camp. He was dating somebody at the time. So we just met and, like, were acquaintances and had friends of friends. Um, And then I think, like, a year or two later, he slid into my DMs and (laughs) was like, hey, I don't know if you remember me from camp. I think you're really pretty. Like, can I take you out on a date? Wow. And I was going to go to, it was like June, I think. Oh my gosh. So like our anniversary, if I'm asking you out, is, is this month. Wow. We're going to celebrate. <laughs> um, And so he asked that and I would like never do that. Like, I don't know. We talk about how that was just so weird that we both did that because that wasn't something that we did like he didn't just like randomly ask girls out so he says you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and I don't just like blindly go on dates with somebody I like had one conversation with um and then I was leaving to San Francisco for school in August so I was like okay like yeah sure why not I don't know like just hang out I guess um have a few kisses here and there (laughs) would be nice before I left right right um so then we went on a date, and then um, he also likes to add into the story that he asked me to be his girlfriend five times, which I'm like, no, <laughs> that is so false. He's like, you kept saying no, and I was like, no, like, that is not what happened. <laughs> did you, wait, like, so what did happen from your perspective? Okay, well, granted, we went on, like, he was, like, the total Christian boy of, like, we go on two dates, and he's like, I want you to my girlfriend. Like, I, don't, I don't even know you. <laughs> and then also I'm leaving for school so it just it kept having like that conversation and then eventually it was like okay in a week I'm leaving for school like what are we gonna do and I was like it's okay I guess we're gonna be boyfriend and girlfriend and so we actually started our relationship off as long distance like we dated Mm -hmm. for like two months in the summer and then we just went straight into long distance um and so I think we did long distance for like three years um, just because, you know, I would go to school or like he lived in other places. He lived in like San Diego or Missouri, just kind of all over the place. And then, um, yeah, then it was a close distance relationship, I guess you would call it, mm-hmm. for like maybe a year, year and a half. And then we got engaged on our four-year anniversary um and then we got married nine months later I think which also he's just like so crazy because we got engaged and then he's like so I have our wedding all planned out like the (laughs) next day he's like I have it all planned out we're gonna get married in two months I'm I was like so stressed like it was yeah I'm like no that's not what we're doing but I do like appreciate a guy that is like forward knows like knows like what he wants and it's like it's just kind of nice 
did you feel like it was nice to have somebody who had a plan? Yeah, I think like he definitely is forward and um I feel like when I talk to some girls and then they they say, "Oh, you know, like he's kind of like wishy-washy or you know, however it can be, I just know that there are guys out there who are going to like like if they want to date you, then like they're going to pursue you and they're going to make it like very obvious. Yeah. And I think all of the guys that I dated before, they were wishy-washy and I was like, I don't know, like you know, we're in the talking phase. Mm-hmm. Um do they want to be boyfriend girlfriend or do like they just want to have somebody to talk to late at night or whatever and so I think having somebody then just be so upfront and be like no like this is what I want I want you like and these are the expectations also that I have um I think it was really refreshing and it was also kind of like oh this is how dating should be or like yeah how guys should kind of court girls yeah in a way yeah I relate to that I think um, that's super interesting, first of all, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I've had similar experiences, and it's kind of funny because I <laughs> – sorry, I got distracted. Someone's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We are recording. Are you okay? <laughs> 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 just these little kids that live across from us. But I think – are you familiar with like the Enneagram? I'm like bringing that back. Don't get me started. Did, it, did this just turn into an Enneagram podcast? <laughs> um, maybe can. next time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's your number? Six. Okay, well I'm an eight. And oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. My and Micah is an eight. Oh, is he really? Okay, so I think that I'm seeing Micah in me. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I think with my boyfriend, he's very forward and like, yeah, I have this plan. Uh huh. But a part of me, that's almost like a pushback for me because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I want to be involved in like, I want to plan it uh-huh. or whatever. So that's kind of interesting hmm. yeah. to hear it from that. But it's like, that is super refreshing yeah. to have someone be that way. Cause I do believe like if a guy really wants something, he'll really pursue it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I feel like I just contradicted myself, but no, but I, I, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do that often. I get what you're saying. Like, I think with your eight, and we talked about it, like, you are used to taking care of people. Yeah. So for someone to take care of you, that was interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think you're saying, like, it is nice for a guy to step in and take care of you. Yeah. And to want you, like, pursue you like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And that's, good job, Micah. Just good job, Micah. <laughs> yeah. Job, babe. Yeah. <laughs> I think that also is a good example for the whole wishy-washy and stuff. Like, I could definitely relate to that. It, it, I don't think that's how a girl should be treated. And mm-hmm. same, like with once the guy's pursuing i think as a girl like i like that you took it seriously too and you're like okay like finally like let's try this out mm-hmm. you know you weren't wishy-washy back it's like, i was about to say that like i think on the flip side if like to ask yourself a question as a female like am i being wishy-washy mm, with the yeah. one because yeah. then that's also not the best there to them either yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 well Thank you for sharing your story. With yeah, I, all hope, of I that. hope it was good. It was. That, that's just the gist. Yeah. 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 I think I, when Steph was telling me about you and like you coming to the, you know, be a part of the podcast, I was very curious to hear your story and just like the marriage dynamic because I don't know if you listened to our, oh, it's not even out yet. It's oh, well. Yet, but, but we it's talked. Tomorrow. It's tomorrow. <laughs> so you know when it's coming out. <laughs> heard it already. Yeah, yeah, but in the last podcast, we yeah. talked about. 
at my school and like my experience with like seeing love or marriage the saying has always been dirty flirty uh, you kind of like get married start doing all that mm-hmm. good stuff in your 30s and kind of take your 20s as like an opportunity to find yourself and like be kind of individual uh-huh. and so I was like I want to like hear about it and to be honest I don't have a lot of friends who are like married uh-huh. and like I'm in my 20s too yeah so yeah and I was telling Katie so before this that I have like a lot of questions and I hope that through this podcast like we could learn from you and I, I know that um you are kind of married in your salad days too so like for sure I love that you are you're very open about that which is why I'm excited to see your authenticity with all that uh-huh. like what it's like to be you guys are one year married right yeah one year one month and like 11 days or something like yeah that. I'm not counting <laughs> <laughs> 11 hours 11 days <laughs> yeah but we're about we have questions do you want to go with yours yeah first? I want to start okay, okay. Um, well, it's funny, kind of, it's perfect. Did you get any pushback for getting married so young from anyone? Um, so I actually feel like it was 50-50. I think I got pushback from people who didn't know me personally. So it was people who were just like in passing conversation. Um, I'd be at the store, like I'm meeting somebody for the first time. And I would reference, like, oh, my husband or, like, even Micah will say, like, my wife or will be, like, oh, like, we're married. And they'll say, oh, like, you're so young. Um, And I feel like that was, like, kind of the most pushback that we would get. Um, But as far as, like, our family and our friends, there really wasn't that much pushback. And I don't even think that they were on the flip side of the coin where they were like get married get married you know um I think our friends and family were really respectful of our timeline which was really nice I mean every now and then there would be like a comment of oh so like you know the future like what do you, you know just kind of like beating around the bush um and we'd be like yeah 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 um so there wasn't too much pushback I guess but even when we do come across people and they say like you're so young to be married me and Micah kind of laugh honestly because I don't know if this is um a controversial opinion but I don't think that we got married that young I was about to say that I feel like what is considered young because I feel like everyone has a different kind of idea of that it's all relative and when I think when you take like certain cultures um even like social cultures what is young you know like when we're in the Christian church like getting married at 19 and 20 like that's what everybody does Mm -hmm. and so but that's normal but then to me I'm like oh my gosh like that's so young but then if you're meeting anybody just like out on the street they're like oh 25 like that's so young um so I think having just two different filters on it of like what do you think getting married young is Mm -hmm. um and when we have people say that we kind of laugh and joke like we're on the younger side yes but we always say, well, like, what else would you want me to do before I'm married, you know? Because it's like, oh, I, I went to college and, like, I have my bachelor's degree. 
um, you know, a lot of people will be like, oh, like you still have school to do or whatever. I have my degree. Micah served four years in the military. Like, what else do you want him to do? Mm-hmm. Th- like, that's a lot of life experience. We've both traveled together and separately in the country and then like outside the country. And so I also feel like because we were in the Christian church culture, we actually were pretty adamant and like on the same page from the very beginning as far as like getting married young. Like we had conversations that were like whether it's with each other or it's with somebody else like I want to do these certain things before I'm married like I don't want to be like our friends and not that there's anything wrong with getting married at 19 and 20 because I have tons of friends that did that um but like that just wasn't what we wanted to do um there were things that we wanted to do before that so we felt like we did those things and then it was just kind of like the natural progression you know we weren't rushing into it and we tell like young couples who we talk to we're just like don't I mean like yeah just don't rush into it because I think that there is even this study I think I've told Steph this how they say at two years is when you really get to know a person which is like so true because at least for myself um when we hit two years like we hated each other like we just fought so much and there were so many like pivotal points in our relationship where I'm like people need to reach that point and then like if you survive after that then you know there's my blessing (laughs) but um so yeah Yeah. I I think it is all relative as far as getting married young you know and there's so many different facets of it of like experience or you know just things you want to accomplish like how you said like um you want to like discover so many parts of yourself um yeah that's a good answer that's very good and i have well one guys i apologize for these obnoxious kids in the background they're literally so obnoxious (laughs) oh i want to kind of focus on that two year because in our previous podcast, I was telling Esther that I'm kind of terrified of that kind of um, switch from believing this person is, like, the love of your life, mm-hmm. and then you hate them in two years. Yeah. And I struggle so much with conflict and, like, talking through the arguments. So how did you guys navigate that really hard time where you, like, really, I guess, hated each other? Gosh. I don't, like, I don't know. I feel like it really was just, like, pushing through every tough conversation. And I feel like there was also this one night, um, now that I'm thinking about it, we were just fighting again. And then I think we were so sick of fighting with each other. Let's call our two best friends. Um, And they're married and, and they're great. Um... And so we called it, and it was, like, late at night, too. It was probably, like, almost midnight. We were, like, hey, like, we just can't, like, stop fighting. Like, we need to come over and we need to talk. Um, And so we drove to their house, and we're all just, like, outside. Like, we're sitting on, like, um, like, the hood of their cars, and we're just, like, help. 
Like we don't mm. we don't know what to do because we keep having these fights and there's no solution at the end of them. And I think that fight or that conversation that we had with our best friends really kind of like saved us um, as far as the relationship goes because he was very brutally honest um, and he was just like you guys have to decide if this is like really what you want and if it's not then like break up mm-hmm. and I was so mad at him I was like how dare you tell him to break up with me yeah. you know like I was so upset but like it's what we needed to hear um, because it was at just that point where it was like are you gonna end things or like are you gonna keep going um, and he basically kind of like gave each of us a piece of advice and he told me which is like something he's like you just need to like stop being so sensitive like you you literally just take everything so personally and like it's true it oh my gosh I was like so sensitive Mm -hmm. I'm like thinking of myself back then I'm like you're so annoying (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but that even as you say that dude that would hurt me so much yeah yeah I'm I'm like sensitive you're telling me to not be sensitive and you're telling my boyfriend to break up with me (laughs) yeah and but you know what's funny to me? It sounds like tough love. Yeah. Like, classic yeah. eight over here gets yeah. it while we're like, that was kind of harsh. <laughs> She's but the I, friend giving the advice. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I think I've been trying to reflect more on that, on becoming less sensitive in mm-hmm. all areas, even with friendships, even with little things. Like, I, like even sometimes at church, if someone looks at me a certain way, or, you know, yeah. I'm like, what did that mean? Right. Do you hate me? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, that is... So what happened after that conversation? Sorry. Well, so then um, he even told Micah, too, his piece of advice was just, like, um, you need to just, like, stop being so harsh on, like, the other side of things. And then I think it was also in relationship you're learning to compromise on things. And I think it felt like I was always compromising. Micah was never compromising. And so that night he was like, "I I am willing to compromise um and I think just hearing that he was willing to try was just a big thing um so after that conversation it's so funny because that it was like the night before we were supposed to go like up to like Arrowhead for his birthday or something like that um and so it was like we had this whole trip planned and it was like so is the trip off (laughs) or but then we went on the trip and um everything was good so I think we just kept having the conversation open to those friends um and I think that not only that year but you know just throughout the years we have kept conversation open with a lot of people who have been able to just give us advice and like be brutally honest with us um where we needed to be honest because I think also if you know you're having an argument with the person you're in a relationship from like the advice that they're giving you sounds a lot different than if somebody else is giving it to you you know when somebody close to you is like you need to be less sensitive and it's the person you're fighting with Mm -hmm. you're like oh my gosh like I can't believe you know Mm -hmm. like that's just putting fuel to the fire but if somebody outside tells you that I don't know. It's just, it's different. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. That to me, like, I love that you said that. And I need to work on that, of not making this about myself. But, um, <laughs> makes it about herself. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a 
a moment. <laughs> no, because I love that. I need to work on, be- I consider myself more of like a private reserved person, mm-hmm. mostly because I don't want to ever come off like I'm painting a bad picture of someone. Mm-hmm. And when I think of like a romantic relationship, maybe, I don't know, like for some reason, like I, I want to be that way though, because I do value people's opinion, especially like my really close friends and like specific family members but for some reason that's so hard and you make it sound so easy to just (laughs) ask for that advice and be like dude Mm -hmm. i need that kind of unbiased opinion which maybe for me it's it seems like it's not unbiased because it's like the people who know you Uh does that make sense yeah yeah yeah. but i love that you guys were maybe it's because was it like a mutual like best friend kind of thing yeah it was a a best friend kind of thing but also i think it's just having an opinion that's like removed from the situation also so maybe not necessarily oh, biased, but just removed okay i get it you know where they have like fresh eyes yeah um and it's somebody who you trust to yeah. like they're not going to steer you wrong you know yeah um but it, it definitely like it may sound easy but it was not easy you know and i think also when um you're the person trying to give your partner advice and then they go off and have coffee and they're like oh like so and so said this great thing and like now i'm gonna implement it into our relationship it's like i've literally been telling you to do that for like Mm. five months you know Mm. and it just goes again to show that like sometimes you just need to hear certain things from different people yeah um because i think your side ears are all different and i think it highlights that you really need community when it comes to dating and 100% and marriage like how I can't imagine doing it just with each other and not having somebody to reach out to no uh our relationship would absolutely be non-existent if it wasn't for the community that we have (laughs) yeah Yeah. I feel like if I ask my question we're gonna kind of go into a different topic but i kind of want to go back more to when you were dating micah like when did you feel like i mean maybe it was at this two-year mark but when did you feel like the relationship was serious um that's so funny so i like read that question and i just started laughing because that was (laughs) (laughs) it was like such a big deal to me literally like throughout our whole day i think it was like I thought about the seriousness I guess of our relationship or majority of of our relationship because now knowing Micah was very intentional not to use the word marriage or like Mm. really talk about a future which like you think about that and you're like what why and so we're like dating you know it's like two years three years and I'm like anything about wanting to marry me like why like what's going on like does he even want to be with me or are we just like playing around you know so and I just remember it was always on my mind I was always talking to my friends about it and they're like no like he loves you so much like no way like he wants to marry you I'm like dude like he never says it Mm. and then so I think it was like the beginning of the year we you know like you go to a coffee shop and you have like oh let's have a new year's talk like what do you want Mm -hmm. the year to look like and like he had mentioned like something about getting engaged and i was like 
I was like trying to be so casual. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but literally, I was like doing cartwheels in my head. Um, so I feel like, yeah, it was like eight months before we got engaged when he started talking about it. Um, yeah. That's, I like that though. I like that a lot because I, I mean, coming from a Christian university. I feel like that word was thrown into the relationship way too early, mm-hmm. like lightly and very lightly, and then it just like you, the girl like she, her hopes like my friends I feel like they had these high hopes and then they break up, but because marriage was brought into the conversation so lightly, yeah. but maybe one person took it more serious. They're so heartbroken because mm-hmm. they think this is the one. Like, yeah. So I appreciate that intentionality. I mean, but it is frustrating three years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, looking back on it, I'm like, okay, yes, like, I respect it. And I think in his first relationship, he was, like, so quick to use that word that he was like, okay, I'm not going to use it oh. again until I know. Um, so I think it is important. That's, yeah, I like that. I think my question kind of relates to it. Um, I really wanted to ask, what's the transition from being boyfriend slash girlfriend to married couple? Like, what did that look like? Oh, gosh. It looks like night and day. No. Really? No, 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 no. Still. She's like, I regret it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm stuck. Um, well, I mean, there were obviously, like, there are still, and let me know if I'm, like, not answering this the right way, but um, there were obviously still elements of our relationship that stayed and looked the same, but I think as far as, like, stepping into marriage like well one we didn't live with each other before um and I know that was also something that people were like wow like but you don't know how each other are like when you live with them and you know um I mean it was just yeah learning each other's like living habits um and even compromising in those I feel like a lot of things that look different from dating to marriage was a lot of, if I'm honest, like boring and mundane stuff. Mm. <clears throat> um, so it was like, yeah, like living habits. Like Micah likes the shoes at the front of the door, and I'm like, no, put them in, put them in the room. Yeah. Um, and so there's compromise of okay, like you get one pair of shoes yeah. at the door. <laughs> um, and then I think a big one we were talking about it is boundaries and boundaries within your friendships and your family so as far as like you know some examples for family if and we are still learning these things obviously like everything I'm saying take with a grain of salt I've only only been married for a year um and we're still figuring it out but you know there were times where he shared things with his family um, before he shared them with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just acknowledging, like, we are each other's family first and we are each other's first priority. Or, like, we are a team no matter what. Um, so even, like, my sister, like, kind of disrespecting mm-hmm. Micah, um at one point and I just had to like pull her aside and say like hey like you can't Mm. do that like that's my husband and know that like no matter what 
like I'm on his side. Yeah. And I think like it's hard for families because for so long, obviously, you know, for like however long it is um, until you get married. So like for 25 years, it was like I was on my sister's side. Mm -hmm. Um, And for 25 years, like Micah went home to his parents to tell Mm -hmm. him everything that happened first. And now you kind of like it's switched. And I think we have to be intentional with that even because like for ourselves like that's just like the natural thing to do mm-hmm. um and then even with friends like i know our friends gave us a lot of room and space that first year to just figure out marriage ourselves like there wasn't any pressure to hang out with our friends which was really nice um, and we kind of gave ourselves that permission as well. So I like that there was an understanding between us and our friends of like, hey, we still love you. Like we we can't hang out every week because we're trying to figure out like what our life looks yeah. like and like yeah. what our routines look like. Um, does that answer your can, question? Yes. That can I really ask really quick ask question? That kind of like brings a point of did you guys have the same friends or did you guys mesh your friends together? because uh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's hard right yeah, like if you have a group is. of friends and then he does and then it's like well I want to hang out with them and then are you going to tag along And yeah mm. of course like my answer is tailored to my experience but yeah. um, I stole all his friends <laughs> so <laughs> there was actually um, I'm not going to get into nitty gritty details but there was also a point in our relationship where he was like, your friends are just like not good for you. Um, And so I ended up parting ways with those friends. They were like my friends from high school for a very long time. And then, um, yeah, I was no longer friends with them. Um, Not because they were bad people, but just because they weren't going to help me or my relationship flourish. And so... um, yeah, I stole all of his friends, but it isn't, it doesn't feel like, oh, they were his friends first and now they're mine. Like they equally feel like mine, even though I came in later yeah, into the picture. Sense. Yeah. I know that it's hard for other people. Like I have friends who, like, you know, they are working on meshing friend groups and it is hard for everybody involved. It yeah. sounds hard. Yeah, and I think that leads to one question I have, and honestly, I struggle a lot when I think about a future relationship and having to do this. Not not just friendships, but family. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, literally, like, I literally why are you so nervous? Struggle. Okay, the reason why I'm nervous, and I, I'm gonna just like, be, why am I nervous too? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be vulnerable right now. Like, I don't feel like I share this do all it. the time, but <laughs> I'm gonna be a little vulnerable. Um, so like being a first gen and like having parents that immigrated here Mm -hmm. like I feel like my family is very complicated and very different Mm -hmm. and so I think me too yeah I mean like (laughs) (laughs) and I just I think I don't know I think it has to do with like being surrounded at times by people that had totally different families that seems so like Mm -hmm. I don't know perfect from the outside of my family like I don't even think it could look perfect like you just look at us literally and it's like that's a complicated family yeah and I I was I don't know when I think about it I think I get scared of having to share like my family Mm -hmm. with somebody else 
because you have to be honest about like just like how it's complicated in these areas Mm -hmm. and how like I don't want you to meet this person yet because it's complicated there too. Right, Um, because they're the crazy uncle. Yes. Yeah. Like that. And I want to just ask, like, how did – I mean, do you relate and did you guys have to navigate through that, like, having maybe complications with the families mingling? Um, So I'm now just remembering, like, when we first dated. First of all, like, he – from the outside looking in obviously when like when we first dated like I didn't totally know him so from the outside looking in he like his parents are like still together like he grew up in a healthy Christian home you know he has all of these friends um and it just looks like an overall like healthy family unit unit and then for me I was like well my my parents are divorced I don't I, like, am not in contact with my dad anymore. I didn't grow up Christian. I literally um, was saved at 17, you know. So when I looked at it that way, for a while, maybe, like, the first year, I was, like, kind of hiding my family. Um, And so because I hid my family, we went over to, you know, his family's house for like a lot of gatherings and then throughout the time we did that I was like oh your family's kind of crazy too (laughs) and so I was like okay cool now you can come see my family because your family is literally crazy and it may not be like the same kind of crazy but um it is crazy and so I think like just realizing that literally everybody has some form of like yeah crazy in your family um and you know they also say you marry your family too so I think that was also like oh my gosh like could this really like change his mind whether he wants to be with me yes (laughs) yeah I think no I think no because yeah I think you know now that I'm hearing this and I I think maybe, like, the fear behind that is of, like, I think you said this to me once, Steph, that mm-hmm. I think we get nervous or anxious to think of even meshing mm-hmm. anyone mm-hmm. with our family because we feel like they're, our family represents us, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, yes, we're a product of that for the good and bad, but I think to remember that we're an individual mm-hmm. and, like, yeah, they're marrying the family and you're marrying their mm-hmm. family kind of thing, but... I think I'm kind of speaking out loud because okay. these are my thoughts. Um, but I think that's that's kind of like great, though, that you went, you know, got to know his family, were open to even doing that mm-hmm. and then kind of then brought him into your life. Um, because I think even rushing that, too, to me, sounds like a recipe for disaster mm-hmm. if you're not like 100 percent comfortable. Um but yeah, guys, remember you're an individual. Mm, <laughs> like yeah. talking to myself. No, I think that's that's good to highlight. I feel like from how you got how you navigated it, uh-huh. I feel like you were. I, I guess I don't feel as pressured to have to do it at a time that I don't feel comfortable. Uh huh. And then from what you were saying, I think I do fear that like parts of my family that I find 
a little bit like chaotic Mm -hmm. that it would represent me and then I would be misunderstood yeah definitely yeah or maybe even like wanting to protect Mm. your significant other from yeah from like yeah but then that kind of sucks because then you're probably like I don't trust that you can handle it like whatever that's a whole no that is so that's true though because another podcast another time well I actually want to go into a little (laughs) (laughs) she's like no it's this podcast no it's it's gonna be this podcast because I mean as you're talking even about Micah I'm sure like he wouldn't have run away but Mm -hmm. like I'm thinking too like our own insecurities or our own like fears make us think like this person wouldn't find this like I don't know they would they would run away and it's it's not fair to them because we're almost like assuming their yeah. response mm-hmm. and not yeah. letting them actually respond. Yeah. And if they do run away, they're not the right person. <laughs> yeah. Right person. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Okay, next question. Okay. This is kind of cutesy. What is the best part of being married to Micah? Oh my gosh. Um, so I was also talking to him about this question, and, but obviously I was like, what's the best part about being <laughs> married to Katie? And it was very cute. Um, but anyway. Wait, can you share his response too? Oh my gosh, I guess. I'm gonna butcher, I'm not gonna say it like as cutesy as he is. He is just so small. <laughs> <laughs> Does his voice. Uh, I don't know, you've just changed my life in so many best ways. Um, but then he basically just said, I think it's as if I'm him, he's saying, mm-hmm. um, I think it's just fun to, um, enjoy like even the mundane things mm. in life with my best friend and get, and like you get excited with me about like small things. Um, and you brought up the example of like, he just got like a new pair of jeans last week. And so <laughs> he was really excited and he was like, and you were like so excited with me, you know, yeah. to like get these new jeans. And I just think like, that's great, you know, and I, was, like, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, you're right. I love those jeans. <laughs> that is so sweet. And I think it is the little details that stand out. Yeah. As I grow here. What, what did you say about my Um, dad? oh my gosh. I actually... I can't even remember the answer I gave him, but I think there is just so many favorite things that I have about him. Um, I think, like, well, I guess two things. Like, one, he's he is just, like, so fun. I think, like, he's so funny. I was even telling Steph today at work. I was like, you're listening to the Lucas and Bell. <laughs> But he actually is really funny. Um, so I just, I feel like I'm always laughing with him. Um, but I guess also he's just kind of that constant thing in my life that I know that like I can come back to. And he's um, just very stable. Um, he selfishly, like, He's very good at calming my nerves because, like, as a six, like, I'm just, like, extremely anxious. So he's really good at that. I'm, like, listing all the things that he does for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but there's so many. Yeah. 
I mean, can we dive a little into that, being a six and an eight together? What is what a is, six again? They're the loyalist, but they do seek for, like, security. So maybe that's where there's, mm. like, that anxiety that comes in because you guys always want to make sure you're yeah. safe. Yeah, we've um, read that a relationship between a six and an eight, it just, it makes sense because a six is looking for somebody to guide them and show them what to do and an eight like as you know is very like take charge like wants to lead and so I think we mesh really well in that sense because I want to be led and he wants to lead and I'm like yeah please go ahead ahead. (laughs) I'm not gonna push you (laughs) you know um so I feel like that really works but also on the other side he can be like very aggressive aggressive well, Oof, yeah. babe you're not aggressive <laughs> I don't want to call him that and I've well, told yeah. Steph yeah. this too like I've had to change the language between aggressive and passionate yes mm. he's just passionate yeah and I'm just kind of like an even keel or yeah. whatever that saying is yeah. um I just kind of stay like right here yeah and mm-hmm. he just like anything any topic you give him he's like going rampant on it yeah yeah, and I, I, I think we've talked about this with an eight. I think they're misunderstood because a, their passion is mistaken mm-hmm. um, with aggression. When really, I don't know. I just feel like I've had to do a lot of reconciling with eights because sometimes, I don't know, me you too. know, being a nine, <laughs> you're kind of like overwhelmed. Yeah, but I'm I've, sorry if I've ever overwhelmed you. Steph. You you haven't. Uh, you haven't actually, which is. I, I do think she's a wing nine, not gonna lie, because of that. I think mm. that's why it's worked like well, because you're not. Um, I feel like wing sevens are very uh, out there mm. and mm-hmm. intense, but you're a little bit more mellow. But I need to work on not being like, because again, it's passion, and mm-hmm. I think I'm mistaking it for aggression, and then therefore contributing to the misunderstanding. Yeah, and I can't expect everyone to just be like at my level. Yeah. Uh, a lot and I was gonna add that a lot of that passion ends up being why in the world we have like incredible like movements take place because of people who are like that who are passionate about things I think too with um the one thing I will give advice to an eight this is for you Micah (laughs) oh gosh (laughs) just like know your audience Mm, yeah like for some people like you know the group Mm -hmm. that's gonna kind of give you gas read with the that room. passion yeah read and then the there's other people that just like hear them out or like mm-hmm. just don't be that not like don't be that passionate but like maybe your tone won't be so like ah, you know yeah so that's i think that's been like the one thing that's like helped me in life is just know your audience mm-hmm. yeah true yeah do you have any traditions together? Oh, yeah. It can be like holiday traditions, date oh, night. Like, do you guys yeah. have like a consistent kind of date uh-huh. night you go to? And if you don't, because I know you guys are like a year in, do you mm. want to create any traditions? Um, as far as holiday traditions, yeah, since we have only spent like one holiday, say one year of holidays yeah. together, we don't really have those traditions yet. Um, last christmas it was fun though because we kind of just did like a bunch of them to kind of like i guess test out like what we liked so that was really fun i don't think we landed on any yet that we really want to do um but as far as like date traditions 
I think no matter what our season looked like, um, we did always have just kind of like a consistent date tradition. So like when we first met and we were long distance, um, we would like meet halfway in San Clemente and then we would go out on a date and it would be in the middle of the week. So it would be Wednesday. So every other Wednesday we'd meet halfway and date. Um, right now we do after small groups on Thursdays, we go to like this little diner by our church, um, where like the guests are 60 plus, um, and we're like the youngest people there (laughs) on a Thursday night. Um, so we do that. Um, so I think like that's just really important, like maintaining that. But then as far as like other traditions, I was trying to think, I'm sure like we have more than I'm listing off, but I guess just a random one is we go to national parks together as much as we can. Yeah. So we'll go and then like, I don't have my water bottle, but like I have those stickers and he gets like a bunch of posters. So he like hangs them all up and that's kind of a fun tradition that we have. I'm a, I'm a creature of habit. So I love like being consistent with yeah. certain things mm-hmm. yeah. so i love to hear what other oh people yes i yeah. love routine yeah. i need to know what's gonna happen with some things i'm like that but when it comes to like even with a restaurant mm-hmm. you'll go to pulse with us one day but like Please. we order okay. the same <laughs> thing every time yeah right? like, i don't want anything else right because what if you order something and you're like i'm having fun and you order something and it's disgusting and i've <laughs> done that one too many times and like i'm pissed yeah. yes <laughs> i am too actually guys like i recently did that and i like <laughs> oh yeah i complained to like somebody a friend right after like and then i felt kind of stupid for complaining over a sandwich but anyway <laughs> no but it's like you go you look forward to it because it's like i love this restaurant yeah mm-hmm. and then i just paid for something that sucks you know yeah no i totally did that at whip actually the other day i wait, get like the same coffee. i did too this is what i'm compl- okay go wait <laughs> did you get the cold brew no i got their summer sando because oh. i thought it's summer like let me be let me be different. Let me be a summer girl. Yeah. I was thinking, like, uh-huh. let, me, let me grow as a person and right. order something different. It was not that good. Wait, have you guys heard of their new Ube? Huh? I wanted yeah, to try I it. I wanted to try it. But I I'm scared. I'm scared. Yeah. But you tried their cold brew and you didn't like it. I mean, it was good, but it wasn't, like, you know, my coffee that I love to get there. I wonder yeah. if you can do samples. I wish. I think No, I feel like that. you can ask. You can be like, Bruno, I don't know if I want to buy this. <laughs> okay, ask them. Ask, ask them. Let me know. I'm not going to ask. Okay. Hmm. I have two questions. They're kind of similar, but I'm just going to ask them anyway. So what piece of advice would you give to your just married selves? Oh, yeah. Think about like day, first week, first week after you got married. Um. Okay. Yeah. I also talked about this with Micah and he also gave me his like advice to himself Mm. when he was younger and i was like dang babe like i want to steal that but like that's not me (laughs) (laughs) but like that was a really good answer i would say that my answer is um and his was like super like deep and like Mm -hmm. theological and i was just like he's like what's yours and i'm like you need to chill out. <laughs> like, that's my advice to myself. You need to chill out. Mm. Um, and I say that because I, like, just right off the bat put so much pressure on myself to be, like, that wife mm. where 
I needed to like be a good cook and I needed to do it like um, I needed to have like dinner ready or like I needed to be like baking things or like make sure like the house is clean or like I even like um, you know like put pressures on myself even in like us being intimate and stuff like that um, and I was just so much in my head that I was doing like I was putting the pressure on me for me like I was trying to be that wife for myself I wasn't trying to be Micah's wife Mm -hmm. um and so I kind of like just kind of forgot about him in a way if that makes sense like you know he could have been sitting there and would have been like I don't need any of that done I just need you to like sit on the couch with me and like watch a tv show um and I was just like no like that's not what I need to do I need to do this but it's like no that is actually what I need to be mm-hmm. doing is mm-hmm. what kind of wife like you want me to be yeah. you know so I think yeah I just put a lot of pressure on myself and I was in my head a lot and so even when I look back on it I feel like I wish I just like kind of sat there and enjoyed it more I mean like that that didn't last very long that was probably like the first two months and then I kind of like realized what I was doing but even then, you know, mm-hmm. two months is a long time to yeah. just be, like, going, going, going within yeah. the two, you know? Yeah. I'm curious um, what Micah's response was, too. Oh, gosh. On his side. I knew you were going to. Now mm-hmm. this is going to make my answer suck. I mean, you could give. You no, it's fine. I'm used to him, like, outshining <laughs> me. It's really fine. I'm just really curious on, like, that male perspective. Okay. Remember, he's just, like, so intense and so extra. Okay. Um, But he's like, well, I guess I would say, like, I need to die to myself, like, every day. You know, like how it (laughs) says, um, what I was looking for. My words are not my words, and, like, my actions are not mine, and my thoughts are not my own. Like, they are yours, too. And so I think, like, in relating to you, he's saying that, relating to me, like, just knowing that like I have to put like my wants and desires down and pick up yours first Mm. (laughs) I'm like wow I'm glad uh, that you learned that (laughs) okay and I want to take a moment there because I feel like in the church a lot Uh of times you know there's that like stereotype of like I don't know like the woman serves the guy Mm -hmm. and and for him to say like I needed to die to myself to me is like big yeah it's really big because he's putting you first and like just like there is there's that team Mm -hmm. you could definitely see that team not effort or team dynamic yeah Um, or team mentality yes that he has can can I just quickly ask something that came to mind I know you mentioned your parents Uh are divorced and so are mine um did that like give you any anxiety or maybe nervousness to be married or is it was it more of like hope Mm. you know um I don't want to like I don't know if it was either or I just knew that like I did not want to be divorced um wait that's like literally my thought yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, if I'm married, then I'm married, babe, you know? Like, <laughs> There's no going back one on and this done. one. Um, I just, like, I just didn't want that. But having divorced parents and then somebody with not divorced parents and bringing those two people and putting them in, 
in a relationship just brings a lot of um, different expectations. And so you like there was just so much figuring those expectations out or like, you know, you both grow up differently. So you relate and love differently than the other person. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Last question. What advice do you have as a married woman? A one-year married woman. (laughs) As a one-year married woman. Like, (laughs) what advice do you have for us and also for those listening that are, like, maybe dating? Guys, okay, before I end this, I'm so sorry for these sound (laughs) effects. I literally don't even notice them. I think maybe I'm wearing the headphones, so, like, I'm noticing, I'm hearing it all, and I just want to apologize for the many sound effects, or even, like, this is our first guest. Katie, thank you so much for, You're like, the incon- like being so patient with our inconsistency, because we're even sharing a mic, so if one of our voices sounds far, it's just, like, we're navigating that. Yeah. But, yeah, thank you for, for your patience. You're this welcome. is literally our first time. But I'm I, having so much fun. Yay. I'm excited for our, like, I don't know, just for people to, like, really learn in this podcast. And, like, I just, with you right now, feel like I'm, I've am i learned a lot. I'm learning. Oh, yeah. gosh, thanks. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah, so what would your advice be for us, those who are dating, those who, like, are thinking of getting married soon, maybe? Or hope to. Or hope to, yeah. Um... I have no answer. I She's think like, I had, don't like, get two. married. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Um, so like married advice or like, yeah, like, uh, I can, I can make it in the same line. Um, contrary (laughs) to popular belief, you know, people always say like, don't get a, go to bed angry Mm. at each other. I think that's totally fine. And actually I think that is sometimes 100% necessary. I think, um, like you're saying you can, you can. I think you can go okay. to bed angry. Okay. Um, and I say that because fighting late at night and like the conversation isn't going to go anywhere. And so like I use the term like we just need to like table the conversation right now and we'll pick it back up in the morning. Um, and sometimes like we'll wake up in the morning after we do that and it's like, oh, I'm not even like really that angry, you know? So it's just kind of mm-hmm. like a time saver I feel like um so yeah don't listen to the people who <laughs> say that I'm I mean so I'm sure that's great advice that. but that's that's I haven't found that to be true for me I'm really glad you mentioned that because I actually learned in a couples and marriage class that, that what are you doing the- there no I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> it's for school people <laughs> <laughs> and the professor was saying that exactly you're saying like uh-huh. we if you wait all night to like resolve mm-hmm. this conflict are you really taking time he described it like are you simmering down yeah so you can actually have like an appropriate conversation mm-hmm. but like yeah so i just i think when i brought it up especially like with some friends that do know like the verse i got some backlash like no like wait like actually like don't have that convert like don't go to bed without resolving it so you were saying like don't go to bed angry no i was saying it's okay like after the class and after his description Uh and all that i was like that's so like like i guess i just would always read the verse and think yeah and not even question it Mm -hmm. but then when he kind of explained 
how you should like think about what you're arguing about really see if it's even worth like yelling at each other for yeah. it maybe take a nap maybe go to bed and just think it over yeah i i i saw a lot of reason in that and i, I still agree on that side but yeah i got backlash from tell them they're all wrong <laughs> i feel like that's a good advice too just because sometimes they're it's kind of like this never-ending fight yeah right? like especially if it's we're talking about like late at night you're tired you're that's like adding fuel yeah like you're just already aggravated yeah you know or it's like you know when people say like you're hangry it's like yeah so like why are you trying to have this conversation yeah this isn't gonna work and i think also that like it can get to a point where like i'm just angry that you're angry and that you're making me stay up late like there have been times where i'm like i need to go to bed like you start work later than me and like i have to get ready at like five so like i don't want to have this conversation right now and i can tell you like i'm not going to come into it with like a good attitude like with the attitude that i want to come to the table with you know what i mean um and i think that can tend to irritate micah because he's like no like we need to you know finish this now and i'm like we really don't (laughs) yeah but that's him like being passionate of like no now and i'm like no i think it's chill like (laughs) that's kind of interesting i think i'm definitely a wing nine because i think with arguments i shut down Mm. like i don't want to talk about it really yeah yeah that's so fascinating and that is very nine (laughs) i think an eight wing yeah (laughs) an eight wing nine is just like so fascinating yeah so because it's so contradictory yes i'm in the middle yeah but you navigate it so well um i think that's why you even the fact that you know to know your audience yeah that's like the peacemaker in you Mm because you don't want to make a group of people uncomfortable that you know would be uncomfortable with that passion yeah yeah interesting okay so we're gonna be real right now we have low battery and we have to say <laughs> goodbye real quick you guys but katie thank you so much for thank being our you. first ever guest thanks for having me bye bye